I'm Damon, and this is Black Nerd Radio. I'm here with my guest host, Evan. Evan. Yes. Hello, Hello sir. How are you doing? Hello. I'm, I'm doing good. I've been doing uh, uh, yard work all day and drinking breakfast beer. So uh, it was a good Sunday. I like it. Um, <clears throat> what was your, so, yeah. what'd you end up doing all weekend? Um, pretty much that. <laughs> Oh, honestly, <laughs> um, I did some stuff yesterday, but I don't remember exactly what it was. I, I, so uh, uh, I just uh, I, I just know that uh, uh, there was a lot of yard work um, and there. I fucking hate yard work. I hate oh, passion. Jesus Christ. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm of two minds about yard work because. I hate fucking doing it, but at the same time, like if I can just kind of do it at my own pace and drink a few beers while I'm doing it and like, you know, like, Oh, okay. I'm going to go like uh, rake this shit. And then I'm going to go back to the garage and smoke a cigarette and drink some beer. And then I'm going to go back and do this thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't mind puttering. Right. That's what it boils down to. Like I'm puttering around in the in the garage. I'm puttering around in the yard. Like I'm not doing anything necessarily, but I'm still doing things. I don't mind that, but like raking all the fucking leaves and doing this and doing that. No, uh, it's, it, I'm not a fan. I don't want to do it all the time. I want to do it when I want to do it. If I can pay someone else to do it, then I'm okay with that. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I like okay, there's uh I you know, I swore I'd never do it again, but I might look into buying again. Uh I say might, but I'm going to look into buying again. At some and, point you're 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 an adult male who makes money, so you're probably going to buy a house at some point. Exactly. So I um I what's one of the things uh I looked into? I don't want a yard. I fucking loathe yard work. I hate it. It makes it's a miserable existence for me. So the place I, I'm looking for either doesn't need yard work or very little. Or if it's something that like uh like I um you know, like an HOA, if I had to pay an HOA, it's gonna be somewhere that takes care of the lawn because I flat out refuse. I'm just not you, doing it. What if you had a what if you had a garden? Like would you be okay with like tending a garden that like uh, made that, you, made that would, food? That wouldn't be so bad. In right. fact, I'm okay with even mowing the lawn. I don't have a problem with pulling weeds, trimming hedges, all that shit. It just infuriates me. It actually makes me angry. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. One thing I one thing I hate, and and actually now we have uh, we have much smaller trees because we had to get rid of the older trees we had and have replaced them, but we still have, you know, the big sycamore. And uh, one thing I hate with a passion is raking fucking leaves. And yeah, I know I can get a, I could get a fucking uh, 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 leaf blower and all that. But at the same time, like, really, can I just let it kill the grass? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just let it let it cover the grass, kill it all. Then I don't have to mow it, right? But anyway, um, yeah. so today is the Oscars. Oh fuck that! 
right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about. It. Let's talk about. Yes. It. <laughs> let's talk about that because okay, like I spent 15 years uh, working at a video store, and the Oscars were a thing, right? They had yep. to be because I'm working at a video store. I don't remember the last time I watched the Oscars. I, I think high school, maybe a couple of years out of high school is the last time I gave a shit about the Oscars. Hey, let's be honest. Oscars sucks. One, and it is for several reasons. Um, but let's, I'll, I'll go down my list. The, over the years, well, I know, so I know, I talk about the Oscars. And I know, I, I know you have, have your opinion. I know you have, yeah, I know you have your opinion about uh, best this or best that, which yes. I think is important. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't I think Ed McMahon said it best. Ed McMahon, who's gonna ever quote Ed McMahon? Me, me, that's really um Yes, Johnny. Yes. Well it's he's the reason that made me start doubting uh doubting um uh the Oscars. One, let's go down the history of the Oscars. One, there's so many people that should won over the years that didn't win. That's why they give out the honorary ones as an apology for fucking the people over that should have won. Or makeups. Or makeups. Yeah. Because let's be honest, Denzel Washington should have won for the the box. What was the the boxer? Oh no. Well, he should have won for he he should have won for Malcolm X, but he also should have won for the boxer. But they gave it to him for fucking training day. Yeah, like not that not that uh, Mick G or whoever directed that is a bad filmmaker, but no, that was not the that was not the no that wasn't Mick, to... that wasn't Mick G. That was uh, the director was um, it's a black director. I forget his name, but you know it, it it yeah it was bullshit. He shouldn't have got it. He should have got it two three movies prior to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spike Lee should have won for Do the Right Thing. Hell, I remember. When I forget what won that year, I can look it up. But I remember the year uh, he should have won. Do the right thing. Uh, I'll never forget. Um, what's her name? Um, what is her fucking name? Marissa Tomei. No, 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 no. no okay, no. I was, I was just, I was spitballing. No, no. Someone accepted <laughs> the award uh, for another category, and. All the there's several actors, but the one that stood out to me was Kim Basinger. She's like she was announcing like best someone else, and she was like, "By the way, Spike Lee should have been nominated for best picture for Do the Right Thing," and and a couple other actors have followed suit. I think the actor that fucking won that for best picture that year mentioned Spike Lee, and it was just like, and the Academy is just known for shitty behavior. They just suck. They suck. I would- I would argue because and then they're in the death throes of trying to stay relevant. They do all this stupid shit that doesn't matter. Fuck the Oscars. They're bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. straight bullshit. Also, back to what I was saying initially, Edmund Mann said it best. Back when he was because Star Search was a show was his show, his brainchild. And uh, he no, was I didn't a, know that he was, I the, know host, he was the host, but, host, but he I, was I didn't know it was his. Well, I don't know if it was his brainchild, but he was one of the producers. of the show and he was promoting it he was promoting it on Carson's show and Johnny Carson had asked him or someone had asked him uh, what are the categories and he mentioned the best actor and then they said oh so you have like an acting category 
uh, how do you judge it? He's like, well, we have everyone. Uh, he's like, do you have uh, different filmmakers or different actors do uh, their a monologue? And, and he's like, no, we all have we have a scene, and then we have each actor do their do what they want to do with that with that role with that scene. And he said, they and I forget who was asked him. They were like, so they do. So you have to watch the same scene three times. And he's like, yes. Well, why not? Yeah. Diff- why not do it differently? He's like, well, how can you judge one art from another when it's acting? You want to see exactly what each actor would bring to it. Doing yeah. three different, doing three, three different scenes, it'd be harder to judge that. And I thought, yeah, like the Oscars. How yeah, do you, no. How do you pick <laughs> one movie over another if they're both good movies? Who's to say one's better than the other as far as acting wise? It all falls into preference. Now, if they're all judging, like we're this is a movie every you, know, you you make this movie and we're gonna see who puts this this concept together best. That makes more sense. But then to judge one art over another, sure, maybe there's a better made movie. But if they're two great movies, who's to say which is better? So I was like, yeah, hey, that's just kind of bullshit. And that's that's just a conclusion I came to like as a teenager. <laughs> So I, I was, was I was sixteen and dumb. Well, the, when, <laughs> when 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 Ed McManus said that, I was like, kind of like the Oscars. Yeah, how would you? And so it got me in this tailspin from that point forward. And I was like, and then when you re- look at the history of the Oscars, and uh, sometimes they get it right, more often not. But the, the, yeah, no. And I, I, uh, so uh, I, uh, I'm not a w- fan. One thing, one thing that stood out to me. Um, uh, uh, what's his name that did Gladiator? Was it Russell was it Crowe? one of the Scots? No, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 the oh, director. Oh, oh. It was one of the Scots. R- was it Ridley? Ridley? It was Ridley. <clears throat> and um, traffic was in the was in the mix as well. And I really enjoyed traffic, um, but I do like Steven Soderbergh more than I probably should. But I I saw an interview with Ridley Scott, and he was like. How can a picture win best picture but not best director? I was like, exactly. dude, you should you no, but he shouldn't have even won fucking best picture. I'm sorry, Gladiator was not the best picture. Well, okay, but it was in a way and it, like, dude, no, just shut up. You got best you got best picture. Shut up. I you know, I agree with it's, him. It's, I, I Ridley is a bit of an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I shouldn't say that. That's not anyone who wrote and turned aliens into what it was. Isn't an idiot, but he's a, he has an, he has an asshole, but I think, but I think he's right. How do you win best screenplay? Uh, but not best. Well, that's actually different. He won, he won won best picture, but he did not win best director. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But remember that best picture is given to the producers. It's not given to the director. It's given to the people who made it happen and paid for it, right? So it, it makes sense that there's a separation between best picture and best but that, director. Even that's a stretch. So, yes, it is. So, <laughs> not, I mean, I, I, see what, I see what you're trying to do, but it's a stretch. I'm oh, not, so, not going to so argue. Signed, I'm not going to argue, but he he signed a check better. Oh wow! Unless yes. it's a unless it's a creative director well, like like uh, like uh, like uh, Ron Howard 
or I'm trying to think of some other directors or other producers that are creative influences or like a, right. a Nolan or even a Spielberg <clears throat> when they produce stuff, you can kind of see, kind of feel their touch on it. Uh, but, um, Spielbergian. <laughs> well, I mean, the best case scenario no, of that was Spielberg with who who really directed Poltergeist because it sure as fuck feels like Spielberg. It does not feel like Toby Hooper. Now, <laughs> when you know that Toby Hooper was good friends with Spielberg and that Spielberg didn't want to get kicked out of the guild, that, so they wouldn't let you direct two movies in the same year. Uh, otherwise, it was, uh, you know, because those moved them, he was working on E.T. at the time, so he couldn't. He, he, you know, so he got Toby Hooper, his friend, to direct it. But you look at Toby work, Toby Hooper, Toby Hooper's work before Poltergeist and after Poltergeist, nothing. And I mean, and I follow this guy's career. I'm a fucking film nerd to the nth degree. Nothing, a horror film nerd especially. Exactly, and nothing. Is even remotely close to Poltergeist, but Poltergeist sure as fuck feels like Spielberg. Yeah. So yeah, Spielberg does. basically found he got a buddy to just as a placeholder for this, you know, say hey, you're gonna make more money on this movie than you ever made in his career because that was the that was Toby Hooper's biggest film, uh, second to I mean his most iconic film is Texas Chainsaw one and two, of but his most profitable movie was Poltergeist and. Uh, it basically, you know, Spielberg just said, sit here, I'm going to direct this thing. And, you know, and to, to Toby, and to Toby's credit, he took did it he, to the grave, to the grave. Did it he mean, have to be there? Did he have to even be there, honestly? He, did he, he have to? We had to because. Oh, uh, yeah, Toby's on, here. Yeah, on, there on, he is. On films of that caliber, you're going to have uh, union people drop in anytime, guild people drop in anytime. I mean, granted, you have some kind of, you have a certain amount of cachet and power, and you probably get a heads up. But in order, so in order, it's kind of like when you're that caliber of director or producer, it's more like just do, you know, do what you're going to do, but don't, don't give me a reason to come over here, you know, because, because, you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> if, he, if he wants to stay in the guild, he had to do it. And it's just kind of like when uh, Robert Rodriguez, he did, uh, when he did um, the, he had George Miller direct a movie with him uh, when he did, um, God damn it, uh, Sin City. Because those are oh, okay. George Miller. George Miller's a comic book creator. He's, you know, he's right. not like a director, but he had him direct. Uh, to kind of get his feet wet, and he kind of just you know he let him direct, but he gave him parameters and just kind of walked him through it. And I'm you know Toby Hooper was a uh, obviously he was a uh, competent director, but in order for Stephen to stay in the guild, he's you know he's gonna probably just sit in that chair and because they said they said Spielberg was a hands-on producer, so he was there every day. Yeah, he was there every day because he was fucking directing that movie. Okay, so oh, here's my question. Because uh, George Lucas was like, fuck your guilds, fuck your this, fuck your that. I'm just George Lucas and I'm going to make fucking Star Wars. So why did Steven Spielberg, of all people, need to use a proxy? You know what I'm saying? Like He it- wanted to stay in the guild. That was clear. <laughs> okay. That makes he, sense. Uh, I get it. 
uh, you know, uh, George Lucas, and let's be honest, George Lucas is a better idea guy and a promoter than uh, the director, even though he was the prodigy of Coppola. That's why he even grew a beard because he wanted to idolize Coppola, and Coppola was the guy that kind of, you know, kind of showed him the ropes and brought him in. Well, but... and now. <laughs> And now he needs it because God knows he doesn't have a jawline anymore. He has the weakest chin on the in the history of chins. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna totally hijack this. Um, <laughs> if we're talking about facial hair, um, I uh, I had a um, I had a spa experience recently. Oh shit! Or oh, there's a. Yeah, oh, no, shit. Total shift. Yes, shit about this? yes, total shift. Total shift. What um, prompted what prompted you in a spa? I would have never started. Okay, well, spa. okay. Wasn't 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 a spa necessarily. Um there is a um uh, okay, you know Vancouver pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know where the uh you know Turtle Place, right? Where the uh where the uh, uh bus station was, right? The bus transfer station on seventh and main. Yes. Yes. Okay. Very inside so, baseball for anyone listening, but yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, what? What's Vancouver? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, so, um, on the southeast corner of Seventh and Main used to be a bodega, right? Uh huh. It is now a barber shop that does full on fucking. Um, like we're going to treat you like uh, royalty. And, uh, so I was, I, I went in to get a beard trim because my beard is stupid and does weird things. <laughs> it does weird things all over the place. But I was like, okay, well, I want to go see a professional and, and have them take care of my beard. So I had never had a hot towel experience. Oh, dude, uh, I've had. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking amazing. I totally get. I totally get why women go to spas at this point, because I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking with my barber, who's uh, done some trimming on my beard, and he lays me back where I'm just like totally a victim and made a Sweeney Todd joke, which I, I absolutely appreciate. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, hey, thank you for, uh, thank you for, for being, uh, uh, so easy to deal with. I was like, yeah, no problem. He's like, yeah, now your throat's open. I'm just going to slit it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciated that. Uh, I, I, I like it. I like some dark humor, but I had never had like the full, like hot towel, face steam, uh, uh, straight razor shave. It was fucking amazing. I was so relaxed. I, I, I've, I've never had, I've never had a, an experience up until this point where I was so relaxed, honestly, even after like a massage, I was just like, yeah, this is, this is great. This is the best thing ever. Dude, so. uh, I know the feeling. Uh, my ex-brother-in-law, I say my brother-in-law, I don't like to call my ex, even though, you know, you know, I'm on the, Paul. you know, near divorce. Paul? Yeah, Paul. His Paul, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he's uh his ex-girlfriend uh, around Christmas time we met his ex-girlfriend because we all had Christmas together and uh, she has her own she works has you know she works for herself she has her own uh, barber business and uh, okay. she does like straight razor beard and head trims so uh, as a gift she gave me I was to go to her spa and get a a beard trim and a head shave with a straight razor. She does everything uh-huh. with a straight razor. Uh-huh. And um, even the trim, which is crazy. And um, it was like, I, I afterwards, I thought it was the best. It was a little spendy. I mean, it, I mean, I didn't pay for this first one, but I'm paying for the next one and the one after that, you know. Uh-huh. But it's a little spendy, but it is so worth it. It is like a spa. Oh, yeah. It is like a spa for your head because yeah. she massages your neck. She does the whole face wrap thing. You, she does like this thing with your skin. So it's like my skin was baby soft for days after it. And, yeah. uh, and it was like, it was, it took like an hour, hour and a half, but it was like a whole process. And with a massage on your face and shoulders and neck and head, I literally woke myself up from snoring two different times. <laughs> I shit you not. I don't I would, doubt it. I, would I don't like, doubt it. It'd be like a, I was like, wake up. Like, was that me? She's like, yeah, it's okay. It happens a lot to people. It was so <laughs> relaxing. It was the best. I can't wait to do yeah. it again. I yeah. can't wait to do it I, again. I did not. I did not fall asleep. I did yawn a few times. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. He was like, no, it's okay. It's kind of a comfort. Like, but oh. yeah, just like the whole, and I didn't get, there was no massage, but just the whole thing, I was like, oh, my God, how how have I not done this? I'm 48 years old. Why have I not done this before? I don't know about you, but I felt like a real gentleman when I walked out. I was like, this is how men <laughs> are supposed to be. Now all I need yeah. is a cigar and a brandy, and I'm good. <laughs> well, well I, ha- I had a cigarette and uh, got into my Ford F-150. So, and and here, here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. I, uh, I did not say it. He was like, what's your beard vision? And I told him, but I didn't say anything about my mustache. And my mustache now looks a little too ripped. Republican battleground kind of baseball dad thing. Oh shit! You'll have to send me a picture. You'll have to send me a picture. I'm curious. Now. I will. I will send you a picture. It's my own <laughs> fault because I didn't say like just leave my leave my mustache. I'll I'll deal with that. I can I can deal with it. But but now yeah, I look like I look like I should be sitting in my Ford F one fifty saying I'm not racist, but uh, <laughs> these Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm going with ukrainians i'm going with ukrainians oh, we, have a, we have a we have a uh, we have a uh, uh, an eastern european church like a block away yeah that's right that's right i know what you're talking about so if, so if i'm so if i'm gonna be mad at anybody it's gonna be the people who are taking up my parking spaces <laughs> <laughs> and that's ukrainians god damn you know russia was right <laughs> God damn Ukrainians yellow and blue flags. I don't even know what's happening. If this was if this dispute over parking, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. 
anyway. but, uh, you know, I totally get I get that spa experience. I'm looking forward to yeah. doing it again myself. It I is, did, I, she's so good too, man. <clears throat> she gives you like a I neck didn't massage. Ex- I didn't expect it to be that good. Me neither. I, I went thinking like, oh, this will be nice. But you know, I have I get my beard trimmed every yeah. other week. So I have a guy that I go to. And I was like, you know, I go in, he gets and I pay him like, you know, twelve bucks, give him like a five buck tip, and then I'm out the door. What? Twelve dollars? Seriously? Yeah. Well, is that I don't even No. Is that, is that I don't even, <laughs> No. What do you pay? Um I don't want to talk about it. Oh, it's I'm more. Just... It's more than twelve. I'll give for you a that. beard trim. Yeah. Or did or did they do a beard and a head combo? Well, that and that's the thing. It was like beard and like I I haven't had anything done with it. This was the first time. Um, it was beard and uh, neck trim and uh, hot towel and yada yada, but. It was uh, it was expensive. Oh wow! Well, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it again, though. I'll do the uh, now the spa thing. That's more than twelve bucks. I'm talking about. I ever have a guy that I go to just trims my beard and my neck and tightens it up, and I'm out the door. You know, fifteen minutes. Oh okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the spa thing is considerably more. Yeah, yeah. I, I was there for an hour. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, but I had the guy. I almost felt like I was cheating on him, but. Afterwards, it's like, oh, this is totally different because he's not gonna do. I'm not gonna get a straight razor. I'm not gonna get like a hot towel and a massage and oil and you know she like puts this stuff on your face and your head and moisturizes it. It was really good. I'm I, yeah, just talking about it makes me want to go back right right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, I, but um, I, I just I just didn't I didn't know I didn't know I needed a hot towel on my face. I was unaware of that. Yeah, it's, it's recently. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. She even she even like um like trimmed down my eyebrows, which I didn't know were a problem until she did it. I was like, "Wow, they were out of control." <laughs> oh yeah, they were. <laughs> Are you, okay, here's what it boils down to. Are you over the age of 30? If you are over the age of 30, your eyebrows are out of control. <laughs> And they need well, help. I should have guessed because I remember like five years ago, I never felt older than I was in line with, uh, and this is not even a joke, dude. I had uh, like deodorant and I had, I never felt older. I had deodorant, which is, yeah, that's not a thing that makes you feel old, but I also had antacids and I had nose trimmers and I had ear trimmers. Two different things. They're not the same. <laughs> no, they, no, they are not. No. Nose trimmers and ears trimmers. And I was like, wow, I've never felt so old in my life. Because these are things I really need. There's nothing, none of this is I can just walk away from and not buy. It's going to be a problem if I don't. <laughs> I, not, I, not if I want to stay even remotely fuckable. I have no I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I would not even Okay. Um quick quick digression. Um <clears throat> Okay, so you and I are not young by any stretch of the imagination. No. Um so uh something I've talked about with several people 
recently is that, okay, like I'm going to be 48 in April. Mm-hmm. You're going to be 49? No, I'm going to be 50 in July. Oh, my God. Yeah. Big 5-0. Now, go back to um, people who were 49, 50-ish in the 80s. I've had this conversation just recently. I know exactly where you're going, but please, okay, please, yeah. please continue. Please continue. But, but okay. So, for example, I'm 47. I'm going to be 48. And uh, the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, Patrick Stewart was the same age that I am now. And Patrick Stewart in the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation looks much older than I do. Mm-hmm. Much older than you do, and you're older than he was. So uh, it's 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 weird. I, I and and I've I've talked about this with several people. I've talked about it with people who are younger, and we don't understand why we are all looking younger than the people that were our age forty years ago. I don't get it, but it is yeah, it is true. Um, uh, I heard, I heard, uh, I was talking to Cashel about this, actually. She had a theory about why, uh, she said she was telling me and I looked it up and there was something to it. Why we're so much bigger than people were like 60, 70 years ago, 60, 70, 80 years ago. But I'll mm-hmm. go with the younger thing. Uh, you know who Wilford Brimley is, right? Yes. I am the exact. Diabetes. Same- that's right. Diabetes. Diabetes. He just died recently. Um, <laughs> I am the exact... Remember the movie Cocoon? Yes, I do. I know exactly where you're going with this. I am the exact age he was when that movie came out. He was 49. And he was an old man. Mm-hmm. He was an old man. Obviously an old man. Now, okay. Now, they did a little salt and pepper... Uh, makeup, but not much more than that. You remember Sanford and Son? Yes, I do. Remember Sanford, Fred Sanford's best friend, Grady? Mm, no. I do look, not. Look up Grady, Sanford and Son. Look it up right now. I know you know. I'm, 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 I'm right at my computer. You know I'm, you know I'm right there. <laughs> look, and look up images Fred Sanford's uh, Fred, I'm, I'm, uh, Sanford and Son Grady. I'm a bard. I'm I'm always there to fucking figure shit out. <laughs> uh, my computer's being difficult. <laughs> but no, what about what well, well, when you when, when you when you see that picture of Grady, he was 48 when he started on that show playing Grady. Now they aged him up a little bit, but just a little bit because I've seen him in other shows. He was in a couple of movies. With uh, Bill Cosby as you know, second, third banana type thing, and he didn't look Wait. nearly as old, but he was forty-eight. Did you, did you just bring up Bill Cosby? Yeah, and it, and his rapery. Well, Sorry. this is this is in the seventies when you know, know he was raping, but I, uh, we didn't know, and we okay. definitely didn't believe it. Okay, back then. Here, here's <laughs> here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out on this limb. I don't care. 
Oh wow! Well, I I, yeah. man, I know I'm a I, I'm a terrible. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's I Grady. know him. He was 48 when he started on that show as Grady. Does he look anywhere close to 48? <laughs> I uh, mean, they did they did age him up a little bit, but he was 48. 68. Well, he looks that way. Yeah, he's supposed to look that old because he's supposed to play the best friend of Fred Sanford. So, but he wasn't that old yet. But they aged him up a little bit. But uh, he was still but, okay. But okay, here's the thing. Like I can tell that he's got uh, hair dye. I can yeah. tell he's so. You know, this comes down to the whole black don't crack. Well, yeah, they had to age him up because he just didn't look old enough. But the right. point is, you're right. They seem people seem to be older. Uh, they look older. Seem to age a lot faster than we do now. Now, the reason they say they think that people are so much bigger is because back in, is because of the milk campaign. Uh, everyone drank milk, you know, uh, milk with dinner, milk for breakfast, milk, milk, milk. Part really? of a, because we one, we're not supposed to drink milk that late in life. One, no. we're not supposed to drink animal milk, <laughs> and we're not supposed to drink milk. Period. Late in life, but they. This is now you can look this up. This has been proven. Our bones are way denser and way bigger because of all the milk we had in our diet. Really, and not just drinking that milk's in so much stuff. Yeah, but uh, because okay, and then think about it. Think about it. I lived in a lot of. You live in an older house. I lived in like the old house before we moved to. Well, before uh, Heather's house. Now, <laughs> you know, it was, it was built, house built nineteen ten. The doorways are smaller. The closets are smaller. Everything seemed to have to be made bigger. Clothes were smaller. People were smaller. A seven foot person in. 40s was almost a person over six five seemed almost uh you know seemed like astronomically you know those numbers had to be astronomical before you would see someone much less a seven footer now seven foot person is very common you see it all the time i I have a friend i have a friend i work with a guy whose 16 year old son is six foot eight jesus yeah he's 16 and that's it's more and more common we are just bigger and we live longer and we look younger later, longer. I don't know. I, I think part of it is also a lot of the steroids and hormones in our food now to kind of prolong shit. Plus, you know, we weren't designed to live 70, 80, 90 years on average like we do. Hello? Hello. Well, folks, it sounds like I lost Evan. Uh, do you hear me now? I do. What did you do? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, did you hear? Did you hear what I said at all? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I, uh, and I'm like, I walked into my bathroom, and you know, the door in the bathroom is, I don't know, I'm six-ish foot. And that's probably. Eh, seven eight inches. I, I I I see your point, but at the same time, like I I, I don't even know. <laughs> I, 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 I I don't like. Yeah, it's it, some people are tall, some people aren't. 
Uh, and, I get that, but you're seeing it more and more often. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You just are. So Eloise, because Shell and I went to the Mopop Museum and we saw a bunch of Disney characters, uh, Disney costumes. There's like a Disney villains part of Mopop. Have you been to the Mopop Museum? It used to be the Music Museum in Seattle, and now it's museum. No. Now it's Museum of Popular Music and Pop Culture. It is so much better. It is like the whole uh, music aspect of it is just part of it now. It has grown to like an exponential rate. It's like. There's movies, there's a horror thing downstairs, there's a music thing, there's sci-fi, there's it's so much stuff. Anyway, um, we went to a Nirvana a Nirvana exhibit there, there's a Pearl Jam exhibit. And like anything big in Seattle that came from Seattle is there. It's really awesome. Anyway, we're looking I was looking at some of the like uniforms, they're like some of the Star Trek uniforms are there, like the one Spock wore. And the one uh, Leonard Nimoy wore these were, t- and it's not like recreations. It's like their old uniforms, and from certain episodes, uh, certain movies, and everything was tiny. Anything with anybody from that was born, you know, seventy, eighty years ago, it was tiny. There was like the shoulders width. It was just bizarre. Even it's like it was like it's, everyone seemed to be just shrunk down. We're so yeah. much bit. We're so much bigger now. I, I, I yeah. I, I I don't even know how to uh, explicate on it. <laughs> it it's just it's just true. Like we we don't age the same. We are larger. We are taller. Uh, we're fatter, of course. Oh, that because- is so definite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's no getting around that. But yeah. like we, we, I almost feel like, I almost feel like we're a separate uh, species in a way. Like, and I know that's, I know that's silly and over the top. I kind of see where you're going with it, though. I understand. But like, yeah, we're we're Homo sapiens fatus. we're bigger and we're fatter what are you gonna do um (laughs) i mean don't get me wrong it'd be nice if we could you know burn that off and 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 do what we need to but uh, yeah it's just uh, it's weird agreed well um i think we uh Need to wrap up because I have to get some sleep. I have to work tonight. Um, All right, you child (laughs) that needs to sleep. Why do you need to sleep? What the fuck? I know. I'm such a pussy. (laughs) I can't just run on an hour and a half of uh, nothing. But um, Adderall. uh, Adderall. Cocaine. And and methamphetamines (laughs) and cocaine. Problem solved. Drawers. I know. I know. I know. All right. All right. Go, dude, I, I will. Uh, go fix it. I'll go fix, fix it. it. And I'll talk to you soon. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I'll, all right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Hello. So if you listened to earlier this show, uh, Mar- uh, gosh. Evan and I uh, talked about how the Oscars were happening that night, 
And I always, as anyone who's listened to the show more than a couple times and when a topic has come up, know how I feel about the Oscars. So I talked about how much I thought the Oscars sucked and they were bullshit. But that being said, it's in an arena where it is very important to a lot of people, including the, especially the people involved in working to be nominated to get into the Oscars. So... Uh, just a you know that night. Little did we know that later that night, uh, a big uh, moment would happen with uh, the slap heard around the world, with Will Smith uh, rushing the stage and um, slapping Chris Rock. Now, uh, I hear a lot of people are saying stuff like, um, uh, "It was, it, you know, I would do the same thing." I'm not going to go through why he did it. Because it's been so much of it out in the media. But it is clear he's got some shit going on uh, in his head. You know, and I think probably a lot of it has to do with the last couple of years. He's pretty much been punked by his entire family. Mostly his wife. Because, you know, there's a not-so-secret secret that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett have... An open relationship, and there was a not you know a not so secret rumor that he and Margot Robbie got it on when they did that movie together, Focus, I think. And uh, he kind of let known that you know they have an open relationship, but the last couple years he's pretty much been cucked by his wife Jada. I mean, she talks about her entanglement with one of their son's friends. And uh, he's just pretty much been cucked by, you know, and then his daughter getting on online and writing a letter to Tupac, someone that died before she was even born, and how she wishes he was in her life. Kind of, you know, not saying it, but kind of saying in the letter that she wishes, you know, he was her dad versus her actual father. So there's a lot of going on in the Smith family. And uh, basically, he's a Will Smith is a simp. He's a real simp. I mean, it was clear. The, 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 let's start with the joke. And people's like, oh, the joke, she has alopecia. Who fucking knew she had alopecia? Even if she did, uh, even if she, it was public, it wasn't widely known. Because a lot of people apparently did not know. And she's always had a super short haircut in her entire career. So it wasn't that big of a stretch because it was more of a buzz cut versus the really short style that she usually wears her hair. But it doesn't excuse him to do what he did. And uh, I kind of stand with Jim Carrey on this whole thing. It was just fucking gross that, you know, Will gave his stupid tearful apology to the academy not to the person he actually fucking hit and let's let's be honest this is someone he knows they chris rock and will smith have hung out they they know each other they've been to each other's houses and this is well documented this is not a new development they know each other so if they had a if he didn't like the joke which i mean i've watched the video from I watched all the videos that were available from all the angles. He clearly laughs at the joke. Jada didn't like the joke. She leans over, and then the next thing you see, he's storming the stage and smacks Chris. 
so apparently he thought it was funny enough. Now, if he really had an issue with it, which I don't really think he did, I think he was just being a simp. He's like, this is the only thing he could do. It's like you're being bullied by someone, so you just attack the smallest person in their camp to try and get some kind of uh, get back for yourself. I don't know what he was thinking. But it was clear he thought it was funny. But even if he didn't, there would have been nothing wrong with approaching Chris at, um, you know, backstage afterwards. I'm sure they know. I'm sure they have each other's phone number. He could have called him. He could have done a, numer- a number of things, but not this shameful bullshit that he pulled. Now, uh, I hear people saying, like, where's the security and stuff? And, yeah, where was security? But it happened so fast, I don't think they had a time to react. Now, if you go through the years, the decades, this is the 94th uh, annual Oscar. So it's 94 years the Oscars have been going. And you can, any year, uh, uh, even, you know, when I used to give a shit about the Oscars when I was a kid, you you know, there was always once or twice somewhere you'll find you can pull up any footage of like a celebrity storming a stage that wasn't supposed to just to poke fun. Hell, there was a real famous one where Muhammad Ali stormed the stage when rock, when, um, when Stallone got an Oscar for Rocky and, uh, he kind of like, they kind of joked around and then he stormed the stage. It wasn't like a, uh, you know, no security ran there because it wasn't planned, but it was like, it was like something that, that happens from time to time, you know? So I get that they didn't have time to react because no one was expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. I thought at the most before, you know, cause I didn't watch the Oscars. I, I woke up to like five different people had texted me the link of the slap. So when I woke up to go to work that night, I saw the video and then I just started digging and looking at all the available angles you could find and shit. Anyway, you know, I thought he would just like give him a noogie or even just walk up there and pretend to do something because it seemed good nature because Chris is laughing. His hands are behind his back. He's not expecting that. So, and then I hear, I hear a few people like Marcel, one of them, and actually Evan, they think, oh, I think it's fake. I think it's, which is in. I think it's really stupid. <laughs> not to call those not to call my friends stupid, but the idea that these two multimillionaires are going to throw their one one get let himself get ridiculed cuz Chris even though he's a comedian, there's a lot of comedians that a lot of people in general that are on his side. I'm one of them. Uh it's kind of bullshit to expect uh he 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 took the high road. He was he realized where he was at. And uh, he wasn't going to, like, react uh, with, like, a you know, there's one scene, there's one part in the video where you can see he's like, I could, like, he was going to, if they were in a comedy club, Chris would have just went the fuck off and just laid all the dirty laundry out about the Smiths. But he he kept his composure, he kept it professional because he realized where he was at. And he realized what Will did not is that, uh, and I've talked to Marcel about this, uh, is that black folks, we kind of feel responsible for each other because it's just uh, it's, it's a double standard that it just, it just exists. It's just a part of fucking life. But we're judged by the few that act out. And um, 
I don't know. I'm sure every black person at one point has been around where another black person is in that same facility and they're like the only two black people or the only couple of a few and is the rest are white or others, other races, but, and that person's wilding out and you almost feel eyes on you like, hey, can you stop this? We're the only race of people that do that, that I, that I can think of that feel responsible for each other. So when you see something like on the platform like the Oscars, and it couldn't come at a worse time. I mean, think about it. The history of the Oscars, the very first black person, not, not just woman, but person to win an Oscar was in 1939. And that was, um, God, what was her name? Um, oh, God. Um, oh, what was her name? It was in 1939, and she, oh yeah, uh, Hattie McDowell. She got it for Gone with the Wind, Best Supporting Actress. Now, she couldn't even accept her fucking award in the building. She had to go through the back door of a neighboring hotel next door to get her award and get a photo. She couldn't even be part of the, the, the celebration party, the after party. No, she had to go and then get her Oscar like behind the scenes. And then there would not be another black. There would, and then the first, you know, there'd be other black actors that would get an Oscar, but it's far and very few. Hell, we wouldn't see another. We would see the very first. Now this is not until two thousand. So she got her first Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, and it wouldn't be till like seventy fucking plus years later, in two thousand what eighteen or sixteen or seventeen. I think it's two thousand sixteen where Halle Berry gets the best actress, the first black woman to get best actress, not best supporting, best actress. Now, we know for a fucking fact there's been best actresses that were black that put up a performance long before Halle Berry, but it took that fucking long. And then there was a campaign where Oscar's so white because it's always just white people. They just ignore black films. And over the last, I'd say, eight, eight to ten years, we finally started seeing more diversity more awards given to people that reflect the people that go to the movies, people that are in movies. Hell, Best Picture was a, a, a black film. So all eyes are on us, and they have the, you know, and now, and then when, so when Will does this, you have all those people that are naysayers and doubters of black folks saying, because we, you know, have the stereotype that we're just prone to violence and we're too emotional and, uh, and he just, he, he just does that. He does, he pulls that shit, which really just sets everything back a decade or two. It's like, fuck you, Will Smith, you selfish prick. So for, you know, and uh, I, let's not make any fucking mistake that, uh, that he, no, yeah, back to my original point. This shit, there's no fucking way it's fake. You can't, you cannot convince me that these two multi-millionaires are going to put their careers on the fucking line. One with people not wanting to work with him, especially other black folks, or, or the other one, people are going to just ridicule him for not like trying to fight back or just taking a, a bitch slap for the Academy's numbers. They have no stake. Either Will Smith or Chris Rock have zero fucking stake in in getting in getting a um and the ratings of the Academy. They have nothing to gain from that. So what what how could that be fake? Why would that be fake? That's such bullshit. If you're paying attention 
this was a pressure cooker for Will, and he just he just took an opportunity, a selfish moment. Don't get I don't want to get it twisted. I don't want to hear that bullshit. Like he was defending his wife's honor. If she was def- if she was if that was the case, he would approach Chris without like being selfish and being an emotional bitch, and then like overshadowing. There was like some monumental things that happened. Uh, Questlove, who's not a director but directed a very good documentary, he won an Oscar. Uh, someone who should have got an Oscar for, um, ten times over, Samuel Jackson, got a uh, he didn't get one for uh for anything that he had done this year, but he got a lifetime achievement awards. I didn't even realize that was the case until days later because of all the shit that Will did. So fuck that simp. I mean, just fuck him. It's just a selfish act. And then when he gets on, ten minutes later, he accepts his tearful apology to the Academy, doesn't apologize to Chris one iota, and just makes excuses. He doesn't own. Even if I'd have more respect for him if he said, you know what, I, I overreacted, I was being kind of over-emotional. And, but no, he tried to mask it and, and, um, and say, well, I was protecting my family. Fuck you. The fuck you were. It was selfish. It was 100% selfish. Because you thought the shit was funny until she said it wasn't. And then you went up and did what you did. It's fucking simp, man. It's a fucking simp. And then, you know, just the, the misguided... Well, I think uh, Tiffany Haddish, like, I think he did what he did was was the beautiful thing. Really? This shameful act that's going to set black people back? You know, now there's, you know, there's a, a jokey fucking hashtag going around saying Oscar's too black. Because, you know, so you have black folks just fuck up everything. He set us back. It's not a good thing what he did. It's not. And especially for a fucking hacky joke. A G.I. Jane joke that apparently Chris Rock didn't even, didn't even write. Someone piped it in through him to throw at him. Because, you know, they wear earpieces and that's why they have comedians. Because they're fast on their feet. And they can react to, you know, to make things funny and punch it up in the moment. And it was something that was piped through his earpiece, so he repeated it, and and then that you know it was just fucking hacky. Fucking G.I. Jane came out literally twenty five years ago, so that's such a hacky joke. And, and Will's gonna storm the stage for her honor over that throwaway joke. It's just stupid. It's just fucking ridiculous. And to think that it's just fake and a distraction. Do you really think the world is that? You really think people are, especially the Academy, the Academy's loving this because it's, and they're somehow relevant for a hot minute. But no one's going to throw their fucking career away or, or damage a legacy for the Academy. Give me a fucking break. Anyway, it's just, it's just really, it really pissed me off. When I saw it, I was so mad. And Jim Carrey's right. Fucking Wills is being a little bitch, and and it was disgusting that everyone. It just proves my point why the academy is such bullshit, such a jerk off circle, such a circle jerk of people patting themselves on the back. Everyone gave Will a standing ovation for what? Losing his shit like a little bitch simp that he is? Really? Ah, oh, fuck this, man! It's fuck the academy and fuck fuck the Oscars, and you know. Now we're going to have to, we got, it's just, back to ground zero. Thank you, Will Smith. Thank you so fucking much. All right. See you next week, folks.